It's May 6, 2009. And this is Idle Thumbs 28? 7? 7? 6? 5, 4, 3, 2. And this is the final countdown. It's May 6th, 1316. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Out of Thumbs 27. Oh, and I'm Chris Remo. <laughs> oh, I'm Nick Reckon. <laughs> and I'm Jake Rodkin. Nick is always so enthusiastic to ape whatever I say. Yeah. Way. Anyway, also, we've got here Steve with us. Fuck! Well, today we have Steve Gaynor here, who's hot scoops and we like him. <laughs> All right, I like you guys, we'll too. <laughs> we've got Steve with us, who is hot scoops. <laughs> hey, man. This, this Why would I deny it? Yeah, live from another man. land. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this anyway. is, this is the grammar episode. It's true. That's I'm, what they say. I'm happy to Steve, be here. Steve, you emailed me today and said you had an idea for how we could get an idea for how to do this episode. Oh, uh, I think, yeah, in that email I said we should look at our mail to see if readers have any ideas for how to do this That's a great idea. Episode. Let's look at the reader mail All right. see what the reader mails us. So, <laughs> our first one is from Nick Breedon, who writes, Dear Idle Thumbs, you should do an episode that consists entirely of reader mail and baboos. Sincerely, Nick Breedon, sent from Bangladesh. The signature says, Nick Brecken, editor, Shack News Limited. <laughs> so, that's a good idea. Thanks, Nick, Nick Breedon. That sounds great. Yeah, we yeah, should I agree. Do that. We should do that. All right. All right. So, let's... let's a little off-the-cuff episode here. That was some... That was some- Productive reader mode. Yeah, I know. I know. Man, we got right yeah. moving right on to the next one. The next one is from Jake Rodkin, who writes, "Is Hot Scoops on this week? If so, I have a question for him." Hey, Scoops, you said Nick wrote something on Shack News today. Any thoughts on that? Bird noise, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does he mean Nick Breedon or Nick Brecken? Oh, I meant Nick Brecken, editor, uh, Shack News Limited. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there was an there was an awesome thing I read, and it it involved uh, the former EA Redwood Shores. Yeah. Care to, care to tell us about it, Nick Breckon? Yeah, no, yeah. what is this? You guys were laughing about it earlier. So yeah, Jake in. is the only one that is not in the know. Uh, Redwood Shores renamed themselves to uh, Visceral Games today. Is it EA Visceral Games? Or no, just, I, no, just, it's visceral, just visceral Games. games. EA Redwood Shores. Yes. Well, not, not, yes. The whole, not the whole building, but just the specific right. team. Oh, yeah, that, the Sims like the development team that, yeah, right. but, <laughs> the yeah. team that made Dead Space and is making Dante's Inferno yeah. is yeah. now Visceral Games. Yep. So... I mean, it's nice that they're naming themselves something that isn't EA Redwood Shores. Yeah. Too bad they went with It Will Blow You Away. <laughs> Games. The, the production. Yeah. Like, it's visceral. The, the, the press release about it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something about uh, it's in our blood and DNA. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's in our blood is actually in the logo for oh, their right. studio. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's, the it's in our blood. It's blood. Visceral it's games. Game. It's, it's in our, our blood. Yeah. I hope that says that at the yeah, beginning of all their it's games. It's in our blood. They get the EA Visceral Games. It's in our blood. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> they just get the EA Sports guy yeah, to say exactly. it right. for them. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. It's gross. Well, party pooper. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I th- On that note, speaking of the Visceral Games guys, I have to bring up, I think 
pretty much all you I think actually have seen it. The um spot from the Jason Hall show. Oh god. Oh yeah, when they yeah. went they toured yeah. the Dunhill yeah. Inferno. This, uh, the, the shit yeah. is just like a double whammy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to come yeah. within days Coming of each within other. Coming within days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was the the video that that validated your hilarious like <laughs> repeat dumping on that game a yeah. little bit maybe. I feel yeah. kind of well, justified or completely. Now. If you haven't seen it, you can look yeah, it up on YouTube. Yeah, I was I was kind of I felt a little guilty and was shuffling around when you were dumping on that game. But then I saw that video. <laughs> yeah, tits. Yeah, the oh the, the video was was pretty outstanding. Just yeah. they they went and they visited them, and there was like an executive producer who was doing the like you know, well, it's inspired by the poem, right? And we, and we really want to explore the, the yeah, but that shit of- you really just want to blow everything up. <laughs> we made it badass. Yeah. Yeah. It's got gore. It's got boobs. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, ex- the EP yeah. on that the game. The poor girl sitting next to like, <laughs> yeah. the two guys. There was guys, this female like, producer yeah, like, in between yeah, was, them. There was yeah, three people in a row on this couch talking to this web show. The executive producer who kept talking about how yeah. it's based on the like the literary masterworks. Like, the, and then the lead the the lead the lead gameplay designer. Yeah, just be like, and it's got tits. Like who? And he was like, he maybe thought he was being a little ironic or like showing off. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think yeah, but he well, wasn't. I kind of got that feeling too because Jace Hall is like that. Right. Like, yeah. Except so, that I mean, they have, but, but what it they actually was doing was just pulling away the veil right, of right, what is yeah, actually right. happening. Yeah. Because it was, it was either staged and it was kind of like a like vaudeville comedy team thing because right. like yeah the he, the, the lead designer the, le- the lead designer kept there. Like, well, the lead designer just kept interrupting and like when the guy was talking about the poem the lead designer just inter- interjected and was like whatever nobody's read that maybe we looked at the cliff notes yeah. just, there's blood and tits that's what we want and it was like yeah. what and, and then the executive producer's like well but you know and it was just like hilarious the thing I don't that, know the thing that made me think it, was it wasn't so a typical. setup is that there was there was that other producer in the middle who didn't really know what like, to do ah, like occasionally she'd tack on a rider to the end of a sentence yeah. or something. Yeah. Sadly, right? she like, unfortunately had to be the person that said that like the breasts in the game were tasteful. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, and then, and then, I was like, like yeah, boobs are tasty was the reply. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus oh, man. Christ. So oh, that happened. Oh, Dante's Inferno. So, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, it's also, visceral. It, whatever you think that it's. <laughs> That it was sort of an act. They would then start showing concept art of like oh the, the lust minion, the lust minion, right, yeah, the lust minion. Yeah. Anyway, the yeah. lust minion. Ugh. Yeah, which is a naked woman with a sort of gory orifice on the middle of her torso, like, and they and 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 the the footage they showed of like the studio visit was they they were looking at the the model in like 3ds Max or whatever, and uh you know you could see the the vertices on it and everything. The lead designer was like, make the boobs bigger, yeah. And then the executive producer was like, no, we want to be tasteful. Like the artist was pulling on his mouse to make the boobs larger and smaller. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even I don't even think I noticed that part. Oh, right. uh, that's right yeah. after. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. I might have obscured the video with an IM window to yeah. talk about the I ridiculousness I, I of the video. I know it's that far. Yeah. 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 As I got about a third of the way through, I was already sending it to Jake and being like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So it either confirms all assumptions or is like a brilliantly straight-faced piece of self-parody. It's <laughs> kind of impossible. Who thinks that's say. rad, though? Like, who... You know what I mean? Like, what audience... What, you mean, you mean the unironic version or the either, ironic either version? Either one. The unironic yeah, version is probably the millions of people who are going to right. buy it, but and they're the ones But if it shows up and it actually is sweet. an adaptation of the epic poem, and this video is just <laughs> like... Yeah. That would be pretty sweet. I'd, I'd That would be amazing. I'd give them credit for that. Uh, it won't happen. It's not going to happen, though, so it doesn't really matter. So, I mean, nope. you know, whatever. So amazing thing! I don't I, I don't quite understand what the Jace Hall show is like. It's just like a little just Jason Hall hanging out, I guess. Studios. Yeah, he's funded by Sony Pictures, and so he does a lot of stuff with 
like Sony owned studios oh. and PlayStation stuff. And, hmm. But I mean, ostensibly, it's like a multi-platform yeah. thing. But he ends up doing Sony stuff pretty much every episode. It seems. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like Sony movies and or, or specifically like PlayStation. Uh, so he did re- this. I mean, that episode he did with Sony Pictures Television and then Sony Online Entertainment. Yeah. And uh, so he's just a web show that they're just making ad money off of over there. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. really know what I don't really know what the business model huh. is, but I Weird. assume that's what it is. It's a strange thing. I don't really yeah. know of anyone yeah. else. Yeah, doing that. Yeah, yeah. and yep. he was the founder of Monolith Studios and yeah, stuff. Exactly, just like crazy. They, yeah. So anyway, uh, any any more reader mail? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, just on that note, it was interesting actually because <laughs> the only one they went to up. they went to Monolith and it, it was interesting to see because he was talking to Craig Hubbard who um, is the uh, I guess main creative director at Monolith and uh, I guess Jason Hall like picked uh, Craig Hubbard to be the designer on Shogo and so. I thought that was an interesting, just like little tidbit. Not that it's relevant to anything we were talking about, but just I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool because yeah. Craig Hubbard's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was interesting to see that little piece of knowledge. Yeah, it's, it's out there. weird. Yeah, a, a weird turn of events. Yeah, it is. Like um, fifteen years later, or ten years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, probably good. At least ten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. Um, Jake Rodkin writes. <laughs> Jesus. Dear Chris, I Wait, remember that, you... Did that guy write two this week? Yeah, this guy, huh. Jake Rodkin, wrote two emails. Huh. Uh, dear Chris, I remember you saying you were playing Xenoclass and wanted to talk about it. Is that true? Keep it up. Love the cast. Jake, P.S. The Wizard. P.P.S. Let's also talk about Chinatown Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right. Well, which do you think we should talk about first? Well, Xenoclass, because he asked about it first. Mm. Yeah, I mean... We've got to stick to the reader mail this episode. <clears throat> okay. And then, mean... and then the wizard. And then... <laughs> and then the wizard. All right. And then a great cast. Or <laughs> I don't think Ray Cast comes before the wizard. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. So, uh, so, so Zeno, we definitely haven't gotten to the great cast yet. No, no yeah. A Zeno. Yeah. Steve and I actually played uh, several hours of this, sort of trading back and forth on over the weekend. Yeah, we were over at my place. Yeah, handing a keyboard and mouse back and forth. Yep. Punching weird creatures and I men they're and women. Zenos. Actually, I don't think they are. You were, you were clashing with Xenos? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'll, I'll mention, remind me, I, I was reading like on their blog, and the weird thing is that like that universe was created in prior like mods and stuff. Like, oh, I read that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, read, I didn't know that. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah the, this, is, this is what I found out is that the Xeno and Xeno clash uh, comes from the word Xenozoid, which is the name <laughs> of like the, the world that it all takes place in. Yeah. Crazy. That, that, so, that it has like backstory. Of, that kind of reminds me of the um, Gravity Bone, which is... Gravity Bone is technically a subtitle to Citizen Able, which is right. a bunch of mods that uh, oh, right. Brennan Chung used to make in like Quake and Quake, One Quake or Two and stuff. Yeah. And uh, this one doesn't really have anything to do with them in a meaningful way, other than it started out as kind Plus, of part yeah. of that series and eventually has diverged so much that yeah. it was sort of its own thing. But he still kept that name on there. Yeah, which I was kind of Yeah. So so yeah, Xeno Clash uh, in the here and now is this cool game that's uh, made with the Source Engine and it's being distributed on like Steam and other download services. Drive. And uh, nice. It's basically a first-person brawler like arena fighting game uh, set in this really weird, crazy-looking world uh, that was made by a really small team. It's like an independent game. Yeah, and uh, it's like an independent game. It's similar to one. It act- but is it an indie one. game? It, it um, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so so anyway, yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, Chris. No, you, you pre-ordered it like before it came out. I or did. Whatever. I got it for but ten bucks. I waited until they made a a demo, uh, and I played the demo because because you know like I don't know. I was kind of unsure of it before that. Yeah. Like it looked incredibly cool yeah, right. but you know like and from the gameplay videos it looked like it could be fun but then when i actually played the demo i was like shit i have to buy this 
and uh and then you did yeah and, and i played it nice. and it's really great have you, have you guys played it or chris and i are the only ones that have played i played it for like about three hour. seconds at igf <laughs> yeah yeah right i'm like halfway like you know, maybe halfway through it yeah. yeah you played for an hour and you're halfway through uh maybe i'm more like two hours and i don't know I'm, I'm, I'm like, know, I've played it for like, well, maybe, I don't know. If I, My time logged was 10 hours yeah. by the time right. I finished it. Mine'll probably, mine'll maybe probably it just be... feels like an epic. Well, you wait for the twist. Yeah. There's some, no, there, there is a twist. Is there? Yeah. Oh. I've heard there is. Well, because well, it's got. spoiled me for the <laughs> twist. <laughs> oh, there's a there twist. There is a twist. Yeah. This but video it's game a... plot has a twist. Yeah. Uh, but it's a yeah it's a it's like a it's a very linear story based thing like you know it's it's chapters and you just kind of pre- progress forward and then have characters that follow you around using you know like the half life friend yeah. you know characters that that'll walk around and say things to you and stuff and then there's story segments in the middle and it's just really really unique you know like it's this fantasy world that isn't high fantasy or like familiar yeah. in any way you know yeah it's like how would you describe surrealist it element like i would yeah almost say like french surrealist yeah fantasy yeah. stuff like it's it's there were, there were a bunch of adventure games that made in europe like in the late that 90s were closer to this that style. were kind of closer to that like style. What? but I, I i don't even there weren't ones that i personally played but i remember being like writing for adventure gamers seeing just like crazy yeah. looking screenshots of stuff like that and uh and uh but it's an actual you know it's a full-on like completely realized real-time 3d game and it, it's actually i was talking about this with steve, steve and i talk about this a lot actually just generally speaking this being at least to us a really attractive scope of game um that's yeah. that's really creative um it's a full you know full 3d game you're in the game it's got all of the kind of trappings of what you think about when you think yeah. of kind of a full-scale video game yeah, well i mean it has kind of the touchstones of being like an immersive game right. you know exactly, like you, right. you you inhabit a, a fully uh, environment that a surrounds fully realized you, you know? world yeah exactly and uh but it's not you. You wouldn't classify it as AAA in terms of budget or production values or anything. Uh, it's not. It doesn't cost hundreds of thousands or, or millions of dollars. It doesn't need. It probably costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. Really, you think so? Yes. I, I, I mean, the you got only like three people. Well, the 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 like creative team are three brothers um, that founded it. But in the credits, there's probably like twelve people I okay. think uh, that were involved. So you know, just so, yeah, probably, as far as paying those dudes and yeah, yeah, yeah. equipment, yeah, but. You know, anyway, but it's it doesn't need, you know, it's not going to need, need to sell a million fucking copies right. to, to break even. Or I mean, it's not it doesn't, it's like not going to go to retail at all. You know, like I think it is in some markets. Oh, really? Yeah, I was looking that up today, actually. Oh, I didn't know they were even going to box it. Yeah, because huh. they have a publisher. Oh, that's cool. In some regions. Um, oh, like yeah. in Russia and stuff? Or? I, I don't know. I The the name of the publisher was. Well, because definitely... no, well, I, I saw something on their website that was like they were going to be published by 1C or something like that, but I assumed it was oh, really? for digital I, distribution. I didn't see that. They have another publisher also then that's. Sorry, I, I, could be, I could be wrong, but I thought that I saw they had like an, an Eastern European or a Russian publisher. Yeah, but in I any case, they're, they're definitely pushing down, download as the main venue. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah. uh, it's, I really like it. I, I, I think they've. It's. I've seen some people criticize it for for being a little repetitive in terms of gameplay, and I can I can see where they're coming from. But to me, the mechanic holds up pretty well. Yeah. And I mean, it's so, it's not much more repetitive than like, a first a person shooter, shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah where you're basically just firing bullets at guys the whole time. But I, they do a really good job, I think, of continually uh, messing with the environments and and putting you in yeah. uh, areas with different like different color tone and different yeah. architecture and and uh, well, and also just different dynamics in each level like they 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 follow a very similar 
you know strategy to a first person shooter right. uh, campaign where the the core thing you do doesn't change so they keep it interesting by having you know the the spaces shaped in different ways or having like you know sort of special case setups where in this part there's a guy that perches up on top of this thing and throws these weird you know like objects at you and you have to deal with them and it's sort of uh special like gameplay that surrounds the the core mechanics and really keeps right. it interesting you know i i think they did a great job of that you I know agree, yeah. they kept surprising me with oh how is this space going to be set up and how are the enemies going to act this different from the last time right and yeah they 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 went really far with with that in some cases like inter- introducing that whole like torch mechanic like there's a part where you have to like keep oh, it, right, a torch yeah, lit yeah. to have light around yourself and then that's but it's not as simple as that they add on different kinds of enemies that react to the light and the fire in different yeah. ways and stuff like that yeah. it's cool sweet yeah it's yeah. a good game i yeah. would recommend it, it also has a very brisk introduction and in, in a, in a really i think well-paced tutorial like especially for gamers I, the thing i'm sort of finding out that i like about indie games lately is that they don't i don't know take the you know they don't have production value so they don't have cutscenes and bullshit before the game actually starts <laughs> so like right. I, yeah. I i but but more than that i think they they did a good job with with sort of you know getting a lot of the crap out of the way and just sort of getting you into the game yeah which was fun. yeah there are a fair amount of in-engine cutscenes there, in, are, yeah. In there are yeah but and I, the thing and i was kind of disappointed that you can't skip them like same, yeah same you like oh, you, well especially after i saw a bunch no, of your you house and went back and had to play the watch the same ones at my house yeah like i for i would love to play the game through again but sitting through some of that stuff especially right. the tutorial stuff will be kind mm-hmm. of tedious but yeah you know you, you can i guess you can skip chapters if you're replaying as far as skipping That's tutorial true, stuff maybe so. with a game that was clearly as sort of spendthrift as that they felt even more like attached <laughs> to the, to the cutscenes that they were like yeah, yeah. this was so much of our budget yeah maybe <laughs> maybe, yeah. Not. maybe i don't know just a bad call but um but but yeah the, or a good call the 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 coolest thing about it yeah i i mean not the coolest thing because obviously the mechanics and how you play it is, is awesome but the the visual style of the world and the characters really it's is, a pretty big song it's amazing yeah. you know like it's it's so unique from anything else like the, the architecture has real world touchstones like they 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 have like uh a lot of architecture that's influenced by gaudi you know the spanish mm-hmm. uh yeah. architect and um it's it's cool to see unique points of view in a game that I actually want to play because you see so much of the same right. stuff yeah. so often. You know, no, absolutely, I agree. Yeah. So I think Stephen, I would recommend it. Nick, yeah, would, yeah. Nick would recommend the tutorial, and I would, <laughs> I would recommend that I get it and play it. Yeah, yeah. Sweet I would recommend game. it highly. Cool. It's it's pretty hard. That's the one thing. It, 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 it there are some pretty hard parts. Yeah, yeah and and it defaults to hard mode as opposed to normal mode just when you start the game. So if it starts kicking your it's ass, go into the options and put it back to normal, and it'll still kick your ass sometimes. Normal's the lowest though, so yep. you know. Yeah. It's it's oh man, so it's it's fast food style with uh, medium right. <laughs> medium large, extra large. Yep. Pretty yep. much, except they're not fucking around because normal is not very easy. <laughs> right. Well, so one medium thing, is either like gulping down a medium. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, one thing that that Jake also wanted to talk about was Chinatown Wars. All uh, oh, right, that was well, in the PPS, the wizard, but I think we covered that um, by saying he wanted to talk about the wizard. So Chinatown Wars. Yeah. <laughs> by by the sound effect that you're going to splice yeah, right. in while you're editing this. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, Chinatown Wars. Jake, you had some opinions about this last week, or we didn't end up talking about them. I had opinion. I've only I hadn't played as much. I still have, I haven't actually gotten a chance to play it since last week. But uh, all I was saying about it was, uh, have all you guys played it? I have a little bit. You've probably played more than me at this point. I've only I only played probably, the first yeah. few missions. Yeah. Um, 
I haven't even touched it. So Chinatown Wars, uh, I guess what it, it, it made me realize more than ever before, what I really like about about modern GTA games is the city and exploring the city and just sort of the the visceral games feeling that I get. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, signature EA Redwood Shores. Yeah, it's, uh, it's in my blood. Um, <laughs> but just just like I really just enjoy driving the car around and sort of seeing the place yeah. and, you yeah. know, occasionally doing missions, but like the jumps and the yeah. unlock new areas for going skulking around in alleys and stuff. Yeah, and, just being in the place. Uh, Chinatown Wars just sort of by its nature as a DS game can't support that sort of level of fidelity like it has a complete city and it's all 3d and it, it looks amazing and it does sort of like harken back to the old gta style games but all that i've done so far at least even even though i've tried to fight it is just play the old classic uh rock star chase a dude and and kill him right the pizza delivery guy <laughs> yeah. uh or you know find this person and drive them back to their house uh and I, I mean, I don't know if the game gets more than that, but it's it. I think what I said last week was that it sort of does feel like it. Uh, it has the sort of stripped down gameplay. It, just it down. It, to it the has like the stripped down style, gameplay of the old no... games, but the sort of taking yourself really damn seriously yeah. uh, narrative of the new games. And those are the two things that I'm not. Eh, but uh, so I don't know. What, so, you've played it more than me, so I don't, I don't so even if you even if you try. Not to do missions, you just what you just well, can't find other things to do in the city. I mean, there's there's well, other things to do, but there's just in terms of just I didn't feel like just like I'm sure that if I got in uh, a vehicle, maybe I could maybe it has the other sort of taxi style missions or whatever. But you can't just I was unable to just drive fun from wandering around and seeing the sights because there's no sights to see because it's a top down right DS thing. Yeah, yeah. And I sort of for for some reason expected that that, that wouldn't be as as uh, as the cut city as it was. overall is kind of a little bit bland. I don't know from what I've from just driving around. I haven't played it a whole lot either, but it just seems like a, a yeah, lot of I mean, buildings aren't very distinctive. Just, when you're going from point A to point B, you don't see the, like a the limitations. That, the limitations of the DS showed yeah. themselves more in my play experience yeah. than I thought it would. Even though it's just it's uh, super impressive and surprising that that much of a GTA game is on there. No, but, I, yeah, it's yeah. impressive. Anyway, yeah, I know, well, I know what you mean. Though. It's it's like the same layout as Liberty City in GTA Four, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. it's just scaled down. Right. Yeah. But I thought I just thought I read that. Yeah, it's basically my. I, yeah. I I've been playing it for um, actually, I, I beat Henry Hatsworth finally. Uh, and congratulations! Believe it or not, I beat the fucking even harder mode because I had no other games with me on my flight to the U- to and from the UK. So I so knocked it up a notch. Myself. Yeah. Jesus. So I'm fucking done with that game forever at this point. But after that, I moved on to GTA Chinatown Wars and I started out feeling the same way you did, Jake. And now actually. Am I going to be proven wrong? Well. Am I going to be excited? You won't be proven wrong on the, the, like the vibrant nature of the city, which mm-hmm. is definitely, you know, low poly DS stuff. I mean, right. it's, you know, it's definitely, you're only ever going to see it from the top down. You're not going to get that sense of oh, right. walking around the city and well, being right. in the city. But, but for, but. One thing it does have is it actually it, you're right that it sort of does have that that more that that more modern era GTA kind of somber story, but it's actually it says it's written by Dan Hauser and or mm-hmm. Sam, whichever one is the writer, and some other guy, but it feels like it's pretty much just written by another guy because it's actually a lot less of a kind of there's a lot less gravitas going on. There's no like your character is always sort of being just kind of a goofy guy in his response. And then other characters, unlike most video games will actually respond to what you said, instead of just ignoring your goofy, like snark statement, you know, you know, most video games, the main character is like a snark machine. And then, (laughs) but other NPCs don't really like 
frequently actually respond to that. Yeah. They right. just say whatever they're already saying. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like in a sitcom or whatever. When right. somebody says yeah, something exactly. that's patently right. hilarious and no one reacts. Right. Mm-hmm. In this game, depending on the character, they actually will respond to what you say. And it, it, it makes the game feel a few levels lighter. Like That's cool. As opposed to just having it be GTA 4 with a wisecracking guy. Like it's it's just more of a lighter tone in general. Hmm. Um, but anyway, the main thing I've been I actually haven't been even doing that many missions. I, I did a bunch of missions and now I've basically basically just been doing the taxi shit um, because it actually really does feel a lot to me like GTA two or one for that matter, but two because two is three D where you, you're just kind of driving around this city. The handling is really easy. You're just barreling over shit and kind of running around and. I, the the drug mini game is surprisingly fun for me because it persists yeah that's the thing that I've heard the, city. the most uh, yeah. frequently and it is adds, it like the dope wars part exactly, of it is, yeah. is really good and it adds a lot because you, those guys are everywhere so I mean if you're just driving around and doing taxi shit or whatever I mean you will just run into those icons on your map and and you can just you can do more <laughs> you will just see a junkie wandering around on the street <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a GTA game so. and there's so much one thing that's a can little you weird. sell drugs to a hooker then kill her and take the drug <laughs> Back? You know, in this then game, it's GTA. Can't. It's funny. In this game, you you can't. Drugs only exist to be traded among dealers. It's huh. entirely an econ- like a dealer economy. There's no. Oh, because you're you're a, you're a supplier, in, not a right, dealer yourself. Right. Huh. You never come in contact with actual your uh, users. Yeah. Huh. Um, the only irritating thing for me so far, really, is that there are so many goddamn police in this game. Like this city is fucking full yeah, of police that. everywhere. So it's, but, the, it's the opposite of GTA Four. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> but they compensate for it by actually having the escaping the police be a really seamlessly integrated minigame. That's actually really that's that was something that I did really enjoy yeah. where you where you can make them run into a wall like in the tradition yeah. of classic car chases or right. just crash them off the road. It feels like taking them down in burnout. Like it feels like a simplified version yeah, or like of it, the it, burnout it gets sort of mechanic. like spy hunter style or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. That is huh. really good. And you can so you can actually yeah, So you have your you have your star level and then beneath that is is icons of how many cop cars are chasing you and then they get a big red X through them and sort of go uh, careening off the road. That's uh, awesome. And if you eliminate all the cars, you will lose your star rating. Yeah. As opposed or to it, having it, to that's just... What, that's what causes it to start blinking down. Right. Well, yeah. well, yeah. And as opposed to having to, like, literally just evade them for some amount of time. Right. And it, or it to makes get out it of a radius more, like in GTA yeah. 4. And it makes it a much more active experience, and it also allows you to... Like, it's good that they did that because every time you get busted, you lose all your drugs that you have on you. Hmm. And that's pretty devastating at times <laughs> if you're game. really into it. Yeah, I know. And uh, and so the fact that there actually is a fairly concrete mechanic to get out of um, get, getting away from cops. And unlike, you know, in GTA 4, there was a pretty concrete mechanic, but it always felt like I was cheating the game. Yeah. Like, I would just drive to some weird place and sit there. Yeah, it was yeah. always really disappointing like in GTA minute. 4. It's yeah, like you exactly. see the circle sort of recede. It's like, that. that's... Yeah, these That's cops it? are idiots or something. <laughs> Whereas the one in Chinatown Wars is so preposterous, it's literally just like total all the fucking cop cars. Right. Like, but it feels like you're yeah. actually doing it. You yeah, know that, what I mean? It feels yeah. like you're actually achieving that goal. Yeah, that's really cool. And it, it works really well. And you want to do it because you want to keep your fucking drugs. So, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I need to enter the, the, the yeah. drug dealing and supplying aspect of this game and then it will. And I, I guess my, <laughs> yeah, my final thought on this game, this might be a bullshit observation. Probably. To some, to some people, but. I kind of wish it actually wasn't on the DS. Like, Ugh, I, bullshit. <laughs> like, I kind of wish they had just made this exact game and just put it on, like, Steam and Live Arcade and PSN and stuff. Just- a sort yep. of like, slightly, slightly more arcadey and slightly more flip GTA game. Yeah, like yeah. if they had just made a throwback GTA game. Yeah. And well, honestly, I mean, that's, like, that's that's the one reason that I haven't bought it is just because I, for for a number of reasons I don't really 
yeah. like playing games on the DS. Like yeah. be- because because I never for some reason like well that, just just because yeah. I don't have a commute, so I don't have any practical yeah. reason to exactly, play it right. on I'm the like, DS. I'm not one of those people who can stand like in line for something. Yeah, like on the. You know, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, the so DS could, though for some reason is the home of that's of this style of game though. Of like we're bringing back like this is a popular franchise, so we'll yeah, boil right, it down to right. its core mechanics yeah. and then put it out on the DS. At mm-hmm. least Nintendo did that a lot. Yeah, they have done it a lot. Yeah, yeah. a lot of companies have. I mean, Space the, Invaders Extreme. Yeah, yeah. You know? but, like, but Space Nintendo Invaders is, Extreme is coming to Xbox, which that's is true. cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but but yeah, like even with Mario, I mean, yeah, New Super yeah, Mario Brothers, yeah. Phantom Hourglass, yeah. Mario Kart, we're all just like yeah. best of best of core mechanics boiled right. down into one yeah. game. And I just, I don't have any reason to play this stuff on a tiny, tiny screen. You know, like I'm, I'm sitting at home next to my big <laughs> right. screen TV exactly, right. and looking yeah. at a two by three inch yeah. screen and playing exactly. it. And it's That's like uncomfortable to hold days, it yeah. for yeah. me. Like it's really yeah. not ergonomic. I generally ergonomic. end up replacing a book with a DS when I'm going to sleep. So it works for me. Decently. Yeah. Well, I used to do that. That's, that's such, that ends up being such a small amount of time for me though. Like I, not I, your I, choice. No, I know it's my choice. I'm just saying <laughs> practically yeah. speaking when I, I mean, I'm the same as Steve, practically speaking, 95% of the time that I play my DS, it's within walking distance, like within fucking eye shot of <laughs> my TV or my big PC monitor. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, it, it's, I think it'd be awesome if a publisher actually had the balls to make a cool throwback game like this and just release it for digital download. I mean, yeah. I know they're not going to do it on a disc. That's just not going to happen these days, but just at least release it on the bigger platforms. Like I think that would be really fun. And honestly, based on the sales of China Turn Wars on the DS, like Probably maybe that wouldn't have been a bad been idea. As, as yeah. an well, but, but I mean, the thing is that like, I, maybe, maybe they would make it like a WiiWare or Xbox Live thing down the road because they took the PSP games and put them on PS2. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, but I'm not saying with I the, think they will. Like, they, they would have to change a bunch of the, like, touchscreen dynamics yeah. and stuff, but, yeah. you know. It's oh, probably, by the way, probably, I, oh. I do actually really like the touchscreen stuff. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that, that is enjoyable. Yeah. The first time I moved garbage bags out of the way to get a gun out of a dumpster, I was pretty happy. <laughs> um, just, I think, a company like Rockstar would probably actually be completely physically impossible for them to resist the temptation to not uh mocap you know voice you know direct yeah. the shit out of everything whereas on the ds they can make this game probably for next to nothing compared to you know and even if even if someone said we're putting out a gta game on xpla it'd be like the style guide would come flying out and was like okay <laughs> right Fuck, you can't just have a drawing of a guy with some text at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, yeah You have to quadruple your budget, and then it's, it's yeah. not really... The point is gone, unfortunately. Yeah. They did... They did. I mean, I know it's totally different, but they did release the GTA 1 and 2 a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, I mean, but I, I mean, know it's different, but it's... This game isn't like Mega Man 9. I know, though, I know. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, then, you know, maybe this would be the ideal way to do it, then, would be to be constrained by the platform, and then take that and port it do, you know do the special edition well i mean just just port it to download uh you oh. know to, to console uh platforms because then they they probably wouldn't go back and do a bunch of you know mocap 3d stuff they'd probably just do yeah. the, the bare bones updates to fit mm-hmm. the platform and release it and you'd get to play that thing at home which would be cool i just think but, it's i think it's a and this is going to be a stupid even thing to keep talking about but i think that it's such a big step up from the like 200 by 250 square of the ds and it's like four by four pixel textures to anything even the Wii yeah. even the iPhone look it would just it would look so shitty yeah and i'm not i'm not saying that i, I wouldn't know, play it cuz it's an yeah. enjoyable game but i just think yeah. people well, would look I mean, at it and go what yeah I, I guess like I think I, I haven't looked at seen this it. game and went what yeah <laughs> I guess I would, I would looked at it and said this is on the DS Jesus and yeah. it was amazing to me yeah. but yeah I guess I maybe so maybe people will say what anyway well yeah. I mean I'm just I just I'm referring to the sales basically yeah, yeah. yeah. if yeah. if a development studio had that long term plan in the first place it would probably retain higher res 
copies yes, of yeah. all their anyway. assets and shit. But whatever. Whatever. Chinatown anyway. Wars. Chinatown Wars on the Nintendo DS. Recommended by IdleThumbs.net. <laughs> oh. Mail. So yeah, moving on to more uh, mail here. Um, let's mail. see. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So Scott here writes. Uh, Which one of us is he? <laughs> <laughs> So Scott writes in to basically agree with uh, how we mentioned last week, how many games sort of just ape scenes and sequences and tone from film, etc. Um, this is a great email. He compared that to, he contrasted that with games that create their unholy shit moments. He says a perfect example is Battlefield 1942. How many times were you playing that and just had a moment where you just all laughed out loud and on excitement, etc.? Um, anyway, he goes on to his, his question that's more of a response to something we said. Um, maybe something that I said. Maybe I forget. Uh, he says you said it. It was about how Nick said it. some of these games, like for example, GTA, like we were just talking about, and um, we had another example of a game, and I don't even remember what it is. Oh, Mafia, uh, coming from non-American developers, but being some of the most uh, prominent examples of games that are set in like very quintessentially American yeah. locations. Games about um, America, exactly. And he his response to that is um, that. American developers don't create American experiences because it isn't in their best intentions to do so. They know intrinsically what the experience of living in America is like because they, in fact, live there. Uh, he compares it to visiting another country for a couple of weeks or something and have a, having a much more intense, vibrant sort of uh, yeah. experience of what that country is and then yeah. being more uh, compelled, I guess, to to create uh, – to. Right. works based on it yeah. um he says the fact that the rockstar guys are not from america allows them to make this bizarre yet awesome conglomeration of american pop culture and stuff in a video game form um i think it's a valid yeah. point although i would also i guess my That's counter like, would be that there's plenty of Francis there's, ford coppola there's, like martin there's, scorsese whatever like there's, there's, film noir there's, there's, all that there's stuff plenty of a, america there's, there's plenty of american artists in all mediums who yeah, well, comments on america i was just saying well you just cited two <laughs> filmmakers in a film genre yeah because we're talking about these, those are things that are basically about crime, about like the same type of. I got it. What was it? <laughs> I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to restrict it to. Well, films do it, so obviously games I know, but should I be able maybe to. Maybe I'll just throw out some examples. To yeah, what point were you going to make, Jake? Nothing. I was just. Oh. I was just going to say mm. more. More. I was I just. I just bit of a Xeno clash going on here. This is a little Xeno clash. <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. Just, what? People who make creative no, it's a, it's in all a, things, not just film yeah. from America, yeah. comment on America very successfully, and they don't need to be from Europe taking a vacation yeah. to America. Yeah, that's a totally good point. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, it's the same thing as Chris was it's saying. It's the reason that you only really see Chileans making really good media about Xenozoid. Because <laughs> you know? Xenozoidians, they're just surrounded by that. They don't think it's weird. We all do. But no, I mean, that is a, what, he, what he said is also a, a totally fair point. And by he, I mean Chris. Francis Ford Coppola makes great films. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Uh, I, I mean, I, I have had that same thought specifically about like the GTA series um, in the past that, you know, it is it's it's a really successful satire because it's people looking at America from the outside yeah, and, and and doing their condensed kind of w vision. You know, the, all the weird shit they notice about it is right. It's all it comes it's all from an totally outside perspective. perspective but, but then you, the other side of that is, uh, you, you know, Jake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to say something? No, I didn't. I just wanted to keep sort of. Bobbing your part head. of your sentence. Uh, I guess. I guess the the other side of that is that all of the 
pretty much all of the games about Japan come from Japan. And yeah. a shitload of games mm-hmm. that are very much about or or you know kind of yeah c- completely made out of Japanese culture, you know. Um and they don't like yeah, I wonder if it's really more of a Europe to America thing than just the rest of the world to America thing cuz you don't see for instance any Japanese games that are about, you know, America yeah. or Americanism or right. any stuff like that and, and vice versa, you know. There's no more How does count? I guess it's about I Japan it's, a lot, but it's also it's both. Yeah, I I guess it's it. I think No More Heroes is kind of more about like anime culture. Yeah, in general, you know. I guess, but yeah, yeah. Fine. Uh, I would say, I guess, with respect to GTA, about that series, I love the GTA series a lot. Um, I haven't completed all the games, but I've, I've played all of them and I've enjoyed them. And uh, but I would say that I. I think they might get slightly too much credit for being like really sharp, incisive observers of American culture. Like yeah. I feel like most of it I is just kind of like guns are sold in stores and a crazy <laughs> yeah. conservative is on the radio. And it's like, that's, okay, that's, that's, gets that's, toned down like as, it, as the series is. Yeah, I know. Though. But I just well, mean not the radio stuff. Not the the radio, most part, okay. The radio but, stuff hasn't. But yeah, ammunition went away. Ammunition, yeah. exactly. That stuff got toned down. But I, I think g- generally they might, the, the praise for that stuff might be a bit hyperbolic. Yeah. Like, I think I, it works well for the over-the-top nature of the games, but I also don't think GTA is saying anything groundbreaking about America. Yeah. That No, I never like, really did either. No, yeah. I, but but I think that there's there's a distinction to be made between kind of the the quality or incisiveness of, of the actual satire and just the fact, fact that that was the premise that? that they right. chose. Yeah. You no, know, I like, agree. And, and, was, and I, think, yeah. I think that's what's the noble that's the part about brought, it is like brought, brought an American week, yeah. team probably would not have taken that right. tack yeah, in the I first agree. place. I agree. You know? yeah. um, and I, I, think that's, I think that's really intriguing. Yeah. You know? I agree. That was, exactly my, that was exactly why I brought it up last week because yeah. it does seem strange to me. Yeah. Um, and it makes me enjoy those games a lot. You yeah, know? same. Um, I, and I think it's, I think it's all in, in large part because of how much it is a dialogue between you know the actual genre like the things that you're doing and how they were they were like okay we're making a game about running around a city being crazy doing a lot of urban violence and everything and then having the the fiction also be kind of like a an overblown vision of of modern america you know yeah you know uh it's it's great because it all makes a a a nice loop it's cool yeah Mm -hmm. i guess there's max Payne also yeah and the io games some of them anyway yeah, well, like Blood Money, yeah, uh, and I guess Cannon Lynch. Yeah, Cannon Lynch was really played it really straight. It was basically just a Michael Mann yeah. movie, you know. Yeah, but yeah. like, uh, but especially Hitman Blood Money, since right. it's the first one that they set in America, it has that that weird like distorted yeah, lens. Sort of it does, yeah, kind exactly. of, you know, like like, like yeah, the yeah. Southern mission. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah that was pretty great. And the suburban one was yeah, yeah, really cool. In that yeah, respect, I thought. Yeah, um, weird. Uh, outside so. perspectives so yeah what is game world gaming <laughs> <laughs> that like well i mean <laughs> i i say the phrase world gaming jokefully but but on the other hand i, I was i would like i guess last week i was just thinking about the games that i was playing and it made me really happy that you know in in like one day i had been playing a game from Belgium and a game, you know, like which game was that? Uh, the Path. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was playing the Path, and oh. and you know, like I don't know, I, f- I forget what else, but I was just thinking to myself, it's it's awesome that in my just sort of standard gaming diet, I happened to play games from all over the world. Like it was from three different countries that were on three different continents right. or whatever, and it wasn't like world cinema where you kind exactly, of have to seek yeah. that out or be right. like a foreign film fan. It's just like, That's true. hey. 
games that are all part of the same dialogue come from all different points in the world. I think it might be the games only no like major entertainment medium that's Some actually like that. That yeah. you can, and the that, only reason that is is because no one knows where games are actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and also, for some reason, because I think there's a lot less. And I, I mean, I could, you know, we could probably hash out why this is if we wanted to, but I mean, there, you know, there's less sort of specific cultural, um, like history that goes with games. For example, if you go to Europe, like a lot of the local pop music in Italy or France or something has a very distinctive sound to it that you wouldn't necessarily expect from like but they're all playing halo <laughs> well you know i mean the video games are all kind of the same type of thing like you're for the most part like they, they might choose a different setting or theme yeah. or something but like the, you know the yeah. basic way you play the hitman is essentially the same way you enjoy like, whatever yeah. else yeah exactly and so it's you know <laughs> i don't know i like some of that like japanese rpgs and, and korean you know mmos and things are really distinctive i, I definitely yeah, feel korean like mmos are maybe an, an extreme case yeah, yeah. but but i, I feel like I, I personally feel like there's kind of a northern european style mm -hmm. like you like there, there's a lot of overlap to some qualities of like Starbreeze's games and remedies games and io's games where they're kind of interested in in i mean for one thing none of them are very fan fantastical yeah, they're all about like yeah. people games, you know yeah, for the yeah, most yeah. part yeah. Uh, i mean the darkness had like demonic elements to it or whatever right. but they went for like photorealism and immersion they all have this i don't know semi a little bit kind of like clinical quality to them or something yeah, i totally agree but um yeah tonally th there's there are definitely some kind of regional similarities that yeah. that i feel between certain kinds no, of games. i totally agree with that but, but uh, you have less of the sort of like accordions have been a big part of our music for 300 right. years and so you'll yeah. hear them in a pop right. song you, like, you, less you can that. hear so, like, indian pop music you right. know like from right. between from song to song and everything yeah just, hopefully 100 years from now people will be like oh man classic you know started with the witcher and then uh right just kept going <laughs> yeah right. that'd be weird yeah but I remember what the three games were. They were The Path, American McGee's Alice, and <laughs> Outrun SP Arcade. Wow. <laughs> well, Alice, how'd you so end up playing that? Uh, so someone at work had brought in a bunch of games that, uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, they were like cleaning out their closet and they had this huge pile of games and Alice was one of them. And I was like, I should try American McGee's Alice. I played a couple of hours of it. It was, uh, you know, a game, video game by American McGee. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. All right. Are you ready for another question from another reader? Uh, a piece of mail? We have a lot of mail that's just sort of long rambling stuff saying you guys are cool, basically. I'm trying to find... Mm. Oh, there's, just so many emails saying one, we're cool. Is there, there's one that's, that's a picture is there of one a that says, is, to what is a game? place called Bargo. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So maybe we should put that on our website. Maybe you should also put on our website the sign to a place called The Wizard. That you photographed while we were out oh, the yeah, other day. Oh, yeah, right. Did we talk about this yet? <laughs> no, we didn't. Oh, I man. thought you were pausing for him to insert the wizard. I don't need you to pause. Signed to a place <laughs> called the, the wizard. wizard. No, I was huh? waiting for Chris to fucking recognize I what I was talking, what about. talking about. Yeah, we went, I was in um, I was in London, obviously, a couple weeks ago, and uh, I was meeting uh, Ben, who is one of the other uh, longtime Idle Thumbs guys, and he works at Sony in London, and uh, we. Steve looks confused. He no longer knows the story he wants no, to this, bring up. No, this isn't the story that I was thinking of, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Oh, yo, yeah, it's not. Oh, well, no. whatever. <laughs> Continue. Story. I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> lots of signs lately. Yeah. So we were in front of, um, we were meeting Ben in front of the Sony building, and out in front of uh, the building, there's a huge Killzone 2 ad, and uh, there's just massive, like, you know, six foot tall text 
that says Killzone 2, you will be blown away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> with a big Killzone face. Oh, that's outstanding. Yeah. That's and so I took a picture along with WrestleMania, who's one of our listeners, and who I was hanging out with that day. I uh, met up with him, and there's us in front of it giving a thumbs up. So that was a pretty great uh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that played out. The actual thing I was thinking of was just we were out the other weekend. And we walked past this place called the Wizard oh, yeah. Smoke Shop, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it was shut down. I guess it had gone out of business, but yeah. there was, it was amazing, yeah. and uh, a picture was taken. Cool. Yeah. Maybe we should actually take a break. Yeah, let's do that. Wizard. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Wizard. The Yeah, I retweeted that. You, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't find it myself, but yeah, it's really cool. And I, okay. So Nick Brecken writes in to, <laughs> to say, "Did you guys see this Nightmare Mario sixty four thing?" Um, yeah, I, I saw this uh, on Offworld, uh, which is a really cool video game blog for anyone who doesn't read it. It's like kind of interesting game culture stuff. I guess it's a subset of Boing Boing, yeah. but. Um, they linked this YouTube video that was by this guy who, I guess, all of his videos that he submits are, like, weird glitches and corrupted uh, games and, and stuff like that from all sorts of different video games. And he posted this thing um, that he didn't specifically say what the method for getting it was, but it was Mario 64 uh, that was all black and white and posterized, like, like yeah. really high contrast, uh, but with gray tones and stuff, black and white. And it was, like, the eraser head black and white. Or, yeah. Or, uh, Mario, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, white, eraser head. I mean, I mean Mario. <laughs> Sorry, so, I get it's confused. it's the eraser head Peter Molyneux's black yeah. and white. Uh, <laughs> I mean Mario. Oh, well, man. Uh, uh, sorry, so, like I keep thinking of all those. Right. I mean Mario. I don't know. So, so yeah, it it comes up on the on the start screen and it's all black and white and the music is different like i guess it's it's a corruption of the actual music where it turns into these really weird yeah. ominous drone yes, sounds right. and, and then mario's eyes start to bleed well like Ma oh. mario mario's <laughs> yeah. well mario's head spins around and yeah. there's these tones in the background like and then he goes it's me mario and like and then his and then his eyes like sparkle you yeah, know, yeah, know but it's black and white and it's the fucking freakiest oh, shit and, watched, then, and then he starts running there. around and and is running around the world and like yeah. it's kind of running at a weird frame rate well because it's probably on an emulator so it's kind of like like a little bit jumpy every once in a while and and so he's like running around and then he hitches then it's like mm. i watched it at work and i didn't have headphones so i didn't hear the sounds so oh that's oh, God, it's that's it's fucking part. key yeah, yeah. Oh, man. yeah. all right we'll see it's, it after we're done today it's an amazing juxtaposition yeah yeah, that carnival level would be amazing. The Nightmare yeah. Mario sixty four, and yeah, yeah. And so the weird thing was that I was looking at it. It looked like there was like I was looking at it closely. It looked like there was kind of like a, a film grain effect. Yeah, on there or yeah, something. yeah. And was, so I thought maybe that actually the black and white part of it was like faked TV or something. Or, well, no, the like guy, like the guy they, said like, he did modify the video. Oh, did he? He said did he you had, actually go back to the original YouTube. Yeah, I, I yeah. saw that comment. He said yeah. he had used Windows Media uh, yeah. Movie Maker. Right. But okay. so, so maybe it was just a sound corruption, and then he was like, That's it would make it creepier if I made it black and white or yeah, something but he didn't yeah. specifically say i don't know but you should look it's that up great, it doesn't matter yeah, how it pretty, happened yeah it's a great it's a video. video the resultant awesome. thing is good yeah anyway next mail after that fascinating reader mail from someone uh it was nick breeden oh right nick breeden um yeah. world traveler i thought yes. he just lived in bulgaria 
You're the world traveler. Wait, oh, yeah. Bulgaria? I mean, <laughs> sorry. Bangladesh? Bangladesh. Where in the world is Spoiler! <laughs> Where in the world are big bird bones? <laughs> a warrant. Uh, what? <laughs> Craig Stewart. I'm going to condense this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to condense this email down to a very, very short summary here. Basically, Craig Stewart wants to know what we think of collector's editions. So it was about eight times longer than that, but it's basically what he's asking. What do you guys think? Well, does he have any thoughts on was, was, <laughs> is he Is he pro or con collector's edition, or did he say? Um, he seems, that seems like it might be the other relevant. He sort of just like tosses in some some kind of back and forth about it. He says, oh. you know, every time I go to reserve a game, it's like ten dollars more for this shiny thing with the okay. bonus DVD that I'll only watch once. I mean, right. it seems like he's so, not so thrilled we, about yeah, them, but okay. but he's not necessarily like. Oh, like he hates them. God, have I have I ever even bought a collector's edition? I have because I am stupid sometimes. Well, I get a lot. Like I, I really like. I don't think there's any reason not to if you want the actual extra stuff it comes with. Well, yeah. sometimes I don't. Well, not that I don't yeah, want them, but sometimes I think I will because I yeah. every pretty much every time I've bought, I would say a great majority of the times I've bought you know a Criterion DVD or some special edition DVD. There's always shit on there that I end up really enjoying. I would yeah. buy like and so, special edition if the developer commentary and all that shit happened to be like part of the special edition. Yeah, but I they mean? give us away for free. I know exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the kind of thing that I wish was in special editions. Whereas most of it is. Like, yeah, I wish you know, they didn't give us that shit for free. Or, well, no, I mean, like, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I don't, I don't think most companies would. Is what I'm saying. I yeah, like, I guess. I know this one company that gives away free special edition content with every season of episodic games that they sell on their website. <laughs> Wait, what company? Who, who is that? I don't know who that is. Oh, I think it's um, uh, it's the guys who made Xenoclash. <laughs> it's some sort of independent going studio that lands between confirmed uh yeah no i yeah, that I occupies like... that middle ground between indie retro and big budget and AAA. AAA. yeah, yeah. I, I think it's huh. um it's telltalegames.internet.com no, they make oh, sam and max and all sorts of shit it's dot museum oh um i like special editions except that i just i think like everyone else here i like the idea of them more than the actual thing yeah, yeah. I, I I swear to God, I, I have bought special editions. I know for sure. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I do know why. I, I bought I bought the special edition of fucking uh, of Fear when it came out because I was I, I had recently played No Endless Forever two and I was super psyched. And I, I I interviewed Craig Hubbard and stuff, and it had the, the the special stuff on the special edition for that was a DVD that had a bunch of behind the scenes yeah interviews and making of and stuff like that. Oh man, you know one hardcore special edition? Mm -mm. I actually I don't have this, but it seems like a pretty ridiculous thing. The uh, collector's edition of Unreal Tournament three includes like thirty hours or something ridiculous. Oh yeah, of, of, um, oh, of tutorials. Of, yeah, and stuff? Of that's Unreal awesome. editor. Oh, that's that's yeah. awesome. like well produced video tutorials. Yeah. It's I've heard. Well, that's just like Unreal scene pro people. edition, basically. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's probably like their internal training videos. <laughs> if they bothered to make them at all, I wouldn't be. I mean, because they're just teaching how to use the tools. They, right? It's an external company that produced them. Oh really? Uh, yeah. So uh, it's it's not like oh, Epic it, staff it that's actually originally doing... made for like licensees or something potentially. I don't really know honestly huh. what it was originally. For. But anyway, let's that, all speculate is, as to what it, those it videos was, were for. Yeah. If, you, if you know expense, who made the videos like, for yeah. the Unreal Tournament Three Special well, 3D, Edition, write to questions at idlethumbs.net. Three D rounds. Three D. I think it's Three D Buzz. I don't really know what that company does. Speaking of Three D rounds, they may just produce that I would buy is Duke Nukem Forever with previous builds. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that before. <laughs> God, be great. that's a pretty good idea. That would yeah. be awesome. But yeah, yeah, special edition stuff, it's always like, oh, it, it's like the when you if you could buy like the, the gold Half-Life 2 or whatever, where it's like it includes a box and a shirt. <laughs> right. It's like it includes a shirt that is probably large men's 
and a box that is an empty box. Well, what's getting really, really out of hand now are that's not like very typical though. GameStop yeah. exclusives. If you go to GameStop.com <laughs> yeah, and yeah. look at their front page now, it is just every single game has a GameStop exclusive. You get an extra mission or, or like a medallion or something. Game. Yeah. It's insane. Yep. Yeah. I bought the. It's all uh, crap. I, I I remember the recent thing. I, I did buy the Fallout Three Special Edition, not the Super Special Edition that had a a fake uh, a fake Pip Boy in it, but yeah. the normal Special Edition that had a <laughs> yeah. a lunchbox and uh, yeah. an art book. And I was I'm I think that's oh and the bobblehead thing. Yeah. It's cool. I like that. I'm glad I have that stuff because such yeah, a so cool game. Apparently, our feeling on special editions are if they're lame, you they don't buy them. Really if they have worthwhile them, yeah. content, well, I mean. I don't know. One of us could have unnecessarily been ideologically opposed to them just so because yeah. we like stomping around on the web. Yeah. The the, the thing about like <laughs> no, the yeah, GameStop exclusive yeah. stuff or whatever, like the, especially the you get an extra vehicle or yeah. mission or whatever. Whenever I see that on the website, I go, okay, I'll buy that from wherever I want, and then I'll Google search unlock extra content. <laughs> yeah, I know. After I buy it, and I well, that's what put the code in. Like, yeah. Well. Yeah. So so I mean, I, I guess what I would say is I like when I mean I feel almost the same about like special editions that have like behind the scenes or video content or whatever where i i, I don't know if, if they probably get shut down by legal whenever they try to do that but i would be fine if i could just see that stuff on the internet and not have to pay for it with a special edition like i i, I like that well, I, I like when special editions have actual physical pack-in stuff oh, i think that makes a special edition right. worth it if it's something cool yeah you one, know? one i remember what this is sort of sort of related to what you mentioned about legal shutting things down i was actually impressed when I mean, not that not that the sales of this game were in jeopardy or anything, but Halo Two, the special edition, um, like behind the scenes feature, I was really impressed that they didn't edit out like a, just a whole t like a, basically a montage of developers at the end being like, "So, any regrets about Halo 2? And it was just like a, a fucking uh, assault of developers from Bungie being like, "Oh my god, I wish we had more time." Like, we if they would have just given us a couple more weeks, I swear to God, like we could have just locked some of the stuff down. They were just <laughs> wow. like, "Oh, two more weeks." I swear we could have just done it with that. Like, it That's was awesome. like very specific. Yeah. Like, this is how close we were, and it was. I was really amazed that Bungie actually got that in without Microsoft being like, um. Don't really think that's what we're going to say. Well, they already and bought that... the collector's edition if they're seeing that video. <laughs> exactly. I know. I mean, and again, it's not like that game wasn't going to sell well, but but I thought that was a cool thing. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it sucks that that was the case, but I mean, it's it was cool that they yeah. had that in there to see. The, the thing, and I'm I'm kind of I'm, I'm thinking of this because I'm looking at your copy of Metal Gear Solid Three Subsistence right now. Oh, um, yeah, that was a great thing. Yeah, and I'm I'm more conflicted about that, where where like they sell the game for. $60 at release and then six months later they're like now we're gonna sell the special version and it's cool if you're not someone who bought the original game on, like on release me. day uh yeah and same well no I, I did buy uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 before Subsistence came out but like they're, they're I guess it's mostly Japanese games almost exclusively that that do that but that one always seems like kind of a slap in the face yeah. uh compared to just well, here's a collector's DVDs. edition you can buy if you want or not yeah. you know yeah yeah yeah, that was that was an interesting case though because so much of it was redeveloped. I mean, like at least some of the, I mean, just the camera system and stuff yeah. like that was actually yeah. a different experience, which yep. was unusual and much better in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I waited on that one. Um, let's see what do we have here. Uh, Thomas Barkus, right? Oh, actually, <laughs> this might not make it in. 
Uh, he he Does writes. He not say we're awesome. He writes. Fuck shit, piss cunt. You're pretty close. <laughs> he <laughs> writes. You guys has the best fucking gaming podcast, maybe the best podcast ever. You guys are awesome. My friend got a BJ while listening to you guys in the car. Now his girlfriend plays kills. Oh, now his girlfriend's plays Killzone and kicks his ass. Then when they're done, he fucks her. Fucking sweet. <laughs> Keep it going, wizard. So that's the email. The Who's subject that from? was wizard. From the wizard. Oh. All right. uh, it's from Thomas Barkus. Oh yeah. All right. oh. So of course. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just make that entire text string the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. dislike the fact that someone got a BJ while listening to this I podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was from the wizard at that point. It was in... <laughs> the yeah. wizard's friend got a BJ while listening to this podcast. There's our episode title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of different problems with that. Yeah. That might have to go. No, I, I meant with the concept, not with the actual. Yeah, the uh, content's you, fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you could you could run that for all like like oh no, adult content warning now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a it's a terrible mail, but you know, I, I'm I was I was specifically saying there's a lot of different things wrong with the idea of someone listening to you guys talk while getting a VJ in his car. <laughs> <laughs> so many different problems. I hope that he had the podcast on tape cassette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, maybe in a convertible. Like wow, a, we're getting a little, maybe in a convertible. I don't know. Dear the wizard, please write back and tell us the make and model of your friend's car. <laughs> Sound system details, please. Uh, Bo Hagen uh, Nielsen writes, "Hi, lads at Idle Thumbs. Hello. What is game? Regards, Arg. All right. I don't know. What do you guys it's think? Some, some sort of." Arg. What? It's an arg? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is game? Arg. Fun is game. Sweet. All right. We'll get into that nail done. Uh, Sean Lane writes, what is game? How is game formed? How game get pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's a good question. Good game question. gets pregnant when you duct tape two uh, game cubes together. <laughs> Makes a Wii. <laughs> right, Chris Ecker? <laughs> Oh man! Call back to GDC two thousand six, seven, maybe. You can answer for every one of these questions. Keep, keep, keep throwing them out. Let's hear it. Right, let's let's move on. Maybe David Taylor writes. I'll try to keep this quick so this letter might get read. Good job. Question: Have any of you guys played Stalker: Shadow of Chernobyl? If so, what did you think? Given your uh, collective affection for Far Cry Two, you might like it. Uh, and then <laughs> this this noob's talking to us like we haven't played Stalker yet. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, I played it. I know I did too. I mean, yeah. I played it. I played it years I played before it, Far Cry Two was released. Same here. I, never um, I finished it. You might like it though. I might have liked it, and in fact, did. Did you play it, Nick? Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I, I, I liked a, a lot of it. I didn't like some of it. Nice, nice. good, good review. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like about seven point five. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. Solid, not spectacular. Uh, I, it's it, like a Dutch thumb. Yeah, it's like a like a Bill Clinton thumb. Man, I used to really enjoy that thumb. Get, stalker stalker was a game that you had to fight against in in some cases like yeah, to play yeah, it. I agree, yeah. yeah you know it, yeah, it, it, yeah. it tried to even without the bugs yeah it, yeah. it was it, oh i geez yeah i had i had one of the most horrible yeah. bugs uh that like the worst bugs are the ones that caused major like progression loss like okay that bug happened now play the last uh, yeah. three hours over yeah. and that happened to me because uh, i was quick saving in the same slot and uh and then there's also autosave, you know? And there was this part where I'm going through this whole fucking... Oh, God, I see where this is going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm going through this this gigantic fucking whatever uh, 
I guess it was a one of one of the, the cooling towers or something. And yeah. you go through all this shit and you fight a bunch of guys and you get to the end and there was one of those uh, mutants that like makes you f- think that you're f- like being pulled right. forward and backwards or whatever. And uh, he killed me once and so I knew he was there and and loaded my quick save from a few moments earlier. Uh, and and the actual mission was to like get a, a, an object that some guy had dropped or whatever. I was like, all right, that fucking mutant's going to be in there. I'll just throw a grenade around the corner. And so I threw it and blew him up. And then the, 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 you know, the, the quest arrow thing was pointing me to the spot where he had been standing and it was like, pick up that object. I was like, what, what fucking, and I looked everywhere. Cause I was like, oh my, oh, my man. grenade must have made it fly into a yeah. corner or something like that. Yeah. And I couldn't find it. And I was like, all right, well, um, but it was scripted to actually just coordinates in the world. Yeah. Like yeah. T- yeah. Yeah. And, and so I was like, ah, I don't know. I, I, so I, I, oh yeah. And I quick saved after I killed the guy cause I had killed him. Oh, uh, and, and then I was like, well, maybe I'm supposed to go further. And so I, I went up and outside and it auto saved when I went out side <laughs> and then i finally realized after that point my grenade blew the object through the world geometry and out into space yeah. and my my like last manual save before that was like three hours prior oh man and i liked the game enough that i actually fucking did it over oh, wow. uh, yeah. it didn't make me stop but yeah. that game really it tried to make yeah. me stop many times myself yeah yeah um stop on a bug but i was reading a i was reading a rock paper shotgun article just recently uh that was about like how one of i think alec mirror or one of their guys uh had started up and played stalker again and, and had tried out a shit ton of mods for it and he his post was kind of like here are what i found to be the best mods to just play stalker again like it's a new experience but not have it really fuck anything up That's cool. and it made me kind of want to pull out stalker again and put those sweet mods on it and see if it was more enjoyable than the last time I played it. Did which you, was actually pretty enjoyable. Did you play Clear Sky? No. No. I was coming out too. Yeah. All, all I wanted... Trip yet. Whoa. Huh. All I wanted out of Clear Sky was just more Stalker, but nothing about it is fucked up, you know? Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. And then I read reviews that was like, it's more Stalker, but they tried to change a bunch of stuff, and I other heard, things are fucked up. Yeah, I heard uh, about bad um, bug things. Yeah, and yeah. so I was like, well, that's, In fact, that's not what I'm looking for, you know? Yeah, so. right. Another sort of like weirdly half there experience. Like I enjoyed it the first time, but I just didn't want to put up with it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fair enough. Um, the second, oh, actually, I guess weird. Well, on that note, speaking of Rock Paper Shotgun, he is mm. responding to someone who I guess wrote in, bemoaning the lack of good PC game coverage. He recommends Rock Paper Shotgun. It's a good site that covers a broad spectrum of PC games. It is. It's I, new games journalism. I agree. Well, <laughs> I agree that it's a good site. <laughs> I, I don't want. I will not confirm nor deny allegations of new games journalism. <laughs> yeah. Well, it ought to be. <laughs> Yours in wizardry, David. Thanks. Um, live from wizardry. Oh, <laughs> wizardry eight. <laughs> What's up, readers? Uh, Someone's got to send something in. Chris oh, good. Berg writes uh, concerning Liquid. He says after listening to some of my friends rave uh, about Assassin's Creed 2. Uh, I found myself being concerned over whether or not I'd fallen into some kind of time warp. You see, it wasn't the new gameplay or graphics my friends are excited about. It was the fact that you could swim. Well, I didn't know that. Apparently you can swim in Assassin's Creed 2. Takes place in Venice, right? Yeah. Uh, He writes, maybe I didn't play enough of the original Assassin's Creed to understand the significance of this announcement, but I just don't understand why it's an announcement at all. After all these years of developers selling games based on sweet new water effects their game had. Why is it so many games still overlook that mechanic? If you're not going to let players swim, how about don't put water in your game at all? Honestly, if the marketing department at Ubisoft had to spend even a little bit of time talking about a swim mechanic, there can't be much else in the game to sell. Anyway, I thought this was dumb and wanted to share it with my favorite cast of Potters. Uh, he, he includes some potential IGN pull quotes from this. 
You'll swim so hard, your ass will implode. IGN.com. This game certainly doesn't use those kid rubber wing things because it's too busy ripping your face off in water. IGN.com. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I like this. Michael Phelps isn't the only one that smokes pot. IGN.com. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I enjoy right. the weird, like, so, no, so, so, so you, but I'm you can finish these. Oh, I swim sorry, until I your hometown you is raped in a garbage disposal. <laughs> IGN.com. What? Oh, man, this one's really good for people who actually remember what this is. Squids would swim if they were animals. IGN.com. <laughs> That's good. I approve of that. Like that one. It would appear you can swim in this game. I find that to be an improvement over the previous game. IGN.com. <laughs> well, well done. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the guy's main point. Uh, it's it water. It, you should swim in it. Well, I mean, it's not, you, you, would, you would be equipped to answer this, Chris, uh, okay. whereas I wouldn't. As an uh, international swimming superstar. Because. <laughs> uh, As Michael Phelps. It sounds like it may be a dumb point to make because were there even bodies of water you should have been able to swim in in there Assassin's were Creed waters of water you could die in in Assassin's Creed that's for goddamn shit. oh really you would fall yes. in water and just die as so I like yeah as GTA I recall that's what would happen Jesus yeah like, so, so, it's, so it's GTA 3 to GTA Vice City going on here I guess yeah in those games you'd fall in water and you'd drown in the end but then yeah, Vice, Vice City, City you could San swim Andreas, I, I mean no, someone, San Andreas you could swim yeah. someone correct me oh, if you I'm wrong swim but in I, Vice City? I I have memories. Fuck, I don't oh. Well, anyway, yeah, it's it's. Yeah. You have memories of what? I have memories of jumping on like little fucking pylons in the water and then falling off and dying. Yeah, yeah. That's Assassin's what Creed. I'm oh. just saying. Someone correct me if I'm wrong on that. No, I don't think any of us are equipped to answer that because we didn't play far enough no, into the I game. I played pretty far. I oh, just did you can't remember that game? Oh, okay. You just managed to not memory. fall in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I I believe you, but uh, I can't remember. But yeah, no, that's. I think that's I think weird. it is. It is fair enough that when your games reach a high enough level of sort of graphical and world fidelity. You probably shouldn't make water instantly kill you. Yeah, I think that's uh, completely if true. If your game is abstract, you can make that sort of. You know, I mean, it's that's well, a fair enough. Within point. then, there are rules. Even within then, though, uh, uh, like for example, in Hatsworth, there's a really aggravating. Well, I mean, Hatsworth is a super stylized game. Yeah, I know, but okay. listen to what I'm saying. So in Hatsworth, you water kills you, <laughs> right? For world and for world after world, then you get these. I don't remember what they are, pants or feet or something. I don't know. You get some item that allows you to swim. and That's then like at, Zelda. Uh, yeah. And so at that point, you go through and there's like underwater <laughs> levels and stuff, like sort of Sonic-esque underwater levels kind of. Uh, except then, arbitrarily, sometimes water will kill you. Like later, like sometimes, even after that point in the game, there are bodies of water where if you fall in them, you just die. That sounds really cool. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. I enjoyed how that worked. I never really liked <laughs> swimming in games. Well, I prefer that to them it being blue lava. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I just yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you can't think of any game where you really like swimming. Well, I'm trying to think. Not really. Tomb Raider you know games. I, play, I, I loaded up Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Aquaria. No. Uh, Mario. No. Mario One. Yeah, like 2D. Come on, Nick. Yeah. All right, whatever. You you're dumb. <laughs> I like side scrollers when they're in water. You could shoot fireballs yeah, underwater in Mario One. Exception for me that whole genre <laughs> like i like the hatsworth part where you're in water i just don't like when all of a sudden it kills you again for no yeah. reason yeah yeah so blue lava yeah blue Gaming lava is bad light. if you're not going to allow the player to go in water you should probably just like put a blocking volume around it or not have water that's deeper than knee 
Right. Death. Or replace it with lava. No one will bat an <laughs> right. eye. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a VR simulation anyway, so... Right, yeah. so maybe it was lava. That's true. It's dried yeah. up riverbed. It's just like maybe it uh, Jerusalem, yes, except... Spikes, actually, that was... Yeah, it's spikes. There's a minefield nice out there. Right. Swap. A spike lava mine. Mine. Acid. 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 Green acid. Yeah. Dude, we've solved it. It's a it's a minefield filled with mines that shoot acid spikes when you touch them. <laughs> made of lava. Right. Acid spikes made of lava? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And water. Because water also kills you in games. <laughs> Good times. All right. Uh, fellow John writes, Hi, Idle Thumbs. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hi, I'm Chris Remo. <sighs> I'm Nick <laughs> Brecken. Oops. <laughs> uh, Jinx. So he says, I've been re-listening to the early episodes of Idle Thumbs Bad idea. On, his on his daily runs in order to get his ass into shape, and he's come to the conclusions that the Idle Thumbs Corporation should release a video game. Uh. He sees, a <laughs> he believes Idle Thumbs could cash in on the success of the Wii Fit board by making a video game that uses it. Okay. His vision is, the box art, <laughs> his vision starts with the box art. The box art consists of <laughs> Gandalf from Lord of the Rings casting a spell and Idle Thumbs flying out of his staff. All right. That was... Wait, you mean like the people? Well, I can't. The people on Idle Thumbs, or just like the what? No, the word. Oh, the word Idle Thumbs. <laughs> yeah, I think no, that's okay. just not the, the people on. That's... Not what the. Do you keep I said the people <laughs> on <laughs> oh, Idle people Thumbs, on? such as Chris Ramo, Nick Brecken, like and Jake Rodkin. <laughs> it's and a treant. And then a Pesci ass hot scoops in the corner. <laughs> sure. Yeah, just just sticking his head in hot there. Hot scoops included. Yeah. GameStop exclusive. Uh, he proposes the gameplay to be a SingStar ripoff. You will play as a new member of the staff. What is this guy, European? And needs to quote lines from each episode <laughs> in perfect pitch and work your way up to the legendary wizard rank. Oh my god, this, <laughs> this sounds like quotes. a... Yeah, I know. Famous quotes such as IGN.com and Wait, The Wizard. Yeah, yeah. I like that our famous quote is IGN.com. <laughs> <laughs> This can be can no. be recreated to the entertainment yeah. of the virtual crowd that works like the rock band crowd that cheers and joins in quotes. And then I, I there's no I can't show you this obviously, but there's a hilarious screenshot he includes of a guy wearing a hat like oh, singing classic. to a sing star thing, and then the little like karaoke words at the bottom are the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty hilarious. Nice. I'll oh, show man. these guys individually here. <laughs> oh. Is there is there anything more? Um, no, I think that's pretty much the game. Right. Well, the, the interesting thing is that maybe kind of cool is that uh, he has a unique opportunity since I'm on this podcast to have his design idea critiqued by <laughs> a, a game designer on Bioshock Two. Yeah, uh, it sucks. Oh, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that was Jeez. that was just a joke. But that it's was like the icebox. What, what is this icebox? <laughs> this like corner here. Um, uh, but yeah, what it, what it actually reminds me of, and I don't know if I can even bother explaining uh, yeah, yeah. this. I was is, just joking. It, it, of our horrible. Yeah, yeah. This is we, not like an original idea. Yeah, actually, we had actually. Yeah, you're actually ripping off <laughs> yeah. the already proposed internal design for the Idle Thumbs video game, which really? involved. We were talking about hack. You know how you can hack a copy of Guitar Hero Two on the PlayStation and put in your own uh, tracks. Yeah, I've seen that. We were talking about just having the the the, the actual. Uh, uh, you know, gems be a crazy fucking hard song. Yeah. 
uh, oh, it was no, we were going to use Rock Band was the idea, and each of the four tracks would just be us talking through a regular podcast, yeah. <laughs> but you had to play along to, like, whatever, the, the, the gems from a Bowie song, and you had no idea what was going on, except that we would stop talking if you were screwing it up. Yeah. So, like, the drummer, like, the doink, drummer, the like, drummer would be a guitar like Chris, right, and then someone would just go, if you fuck up. Uh, so that was, our, that was yeah. our gold idea, is just to make the most horrible things. You just hear the sort of clacking and pounding uh, of Rock Band instruments in a room, and then like four the dorks actual, talking. Right, you feel like the like yeah. the actual levels, so to speak, would actually be from a real song. So yeah. you'd still hear the drums sounding like that, like clack, 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 clack. Yeah, you know, and you hear the guitar going, and then it's over your TV, and you're just gonna go, "Oh, the wizard!" And it would be a really horrible game. Oh, I like I like the idea that the that the kachinks are are translated to baboos. Yeah. Anyway, so that's. This is a fucking weird episode of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's it's all thanks to our wonderful readers. This is yeah. us getting all this stupid stuff out of the way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, moving on. I liked your joke <laughs> in actuality. Well, I mean, oh, we're, reader mail. We're using we're using the reader mail. Oh, that I always forget to answer as a vehicle for us just barfing out all the stuff oh, we usually yeah. don't talk about. Oh, I see. So I see what you mean now. Twitter subscribers and it's RSS subscribers dropping like flies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tony Gregerson spikes. writes uh, into the spikes. This is a follow-up to our idol. To our, I'm sorry, to our uh, to, to our, our idol thumbs. To, uh, <laughs> to our puffins. <laughs> it's a follow-up to our puffins. It's a follow-up to the to the Jay Allard rumor that we presented a few several weeks ago, mm. a couple months ago, maybe at this yes. point. Last year. Rumor Remind mongers. me if I've already if we've already I may have already read this and I've just forgotten, but I don't think so. Nah. What is somebody um, gonna call in? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean you guys here. Uh, Tony Gregerson writes. Uh, Dear Idle Thumbs, I recently had the pleasure of having dinner and drinks with a senior member of Microsoft Research. Over the course of conversation, someone made a joke regarding orgies, as is wont to happen in such situations. You might naturally, have Oh, I did? I don't remember. Let's just go with it. Okay. Sorry if I did to anyone. Uh, naturally, this caused me to recall a recent episode of the Idle Thumbs podcast in which you played relayed a rumor that Jay Allard's sudden departure was, from prominence in the Xbox 360 division I think I did read this <laughs> was the result of a sexual harassment suit stemming from an internal Microsoft sex club I recounted this rumor of Allard's sexual adventures to my companion and asked him if he could deny knowledge of the events upon hearing this a strange look passed over his face he coughed theatrically and immediately changed the subject confirmed question mark <laughs> your faithful servant Tony G nice That's yeah nice to me. that was good yeah. I, I enjoyed that confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed with a question yeah. mark. Yeah. Cool. Well, I don't know if we had anything else, but... Uh... Maybe we should do some reader mail? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah. I guess that's it for this week. So if you do have any questions and you want us to talk about them in the last 15 minutes of our regular episodes, just write to questions at idlethumbs.net. Um, we accept what is game or longer questions. Yeah, make them a little bit shorter than long. Make them like... <laughs> Low to medium length. You can interpret right. what that means, but yeah. It's a grande yep. length. Also, we've already received all the emails that say what is game, and you don't actually have to write it in anymore. But feel free. We may not read them. Bye. Because <laughs> I'm the motherfucking wizard. The wizard. It's May 6th, 2008. And this is Idle Thumbs 28. Shit. <laughs> well, it's also not 2008. <laughs> You fuck. It reminds me of a Namco event. It's like, May 6th, 1742. <laughs> and this is Idle Thumbs 27. And I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Frickin. I'm Jake. And we are here joined today by <laughs> Steve Hotscoop Skainer, who's our best friend. Who? Me? Yeah. You, Steve. Hi. I'm hey. Steve. I'm Steve. How's it going? Good. Video game.
Thanks, guys. What a weird episode. Yeah. What a weird fucked up episode. That well, was. you're weird, so it made the episode weird. I'm fine, with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with that episode, but Jesus, what a crazy episode. Yeah, I know. Well, was it really crazy? It was, it was crazy. pretty weird. It was-